I'm going to teach you 27 words that you want to avoid in sales. has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping to their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Law. Most traditional salespeople are struggling to convert their prospects into clients, and they don't know why. Sometimes, it's just a subtle word to avoid when selling that creates all the rejections. In this episode, Dan shares the 27 words to avoid in sales if you want to become a master salesman. Now, here's Dan. When it comes to sales, when it comes to closing, there are words that you want to use to close to sell more of your products and services and they are words that you absolutely want to avoid today i want to teach you something very very practical i'm going to teach you 27 words that you want to avoid in sales here we go number one to be honest with you have you ever heard of that one before from a salesperson comment below just to be honest with you Right, this is the best price that we could give you. To be honest with you, or well, we never give this deal to anybody else. Now what happens is right after usually to be honest with you, what you're telling the prospect is, well, all the conversation you've had up to this point, it's a lie, right? Because to be honest with you, it means what? You have not been honest with me this whole time, right? You've been lying to me, is this what it is? Or how about this one? To be frank with you, it's the same idea. Or means that you have not been upfront with me, you have not been frank with me this whole time, the last two hours, the last one hour, or since I've known you, is that what is this? Don't use that word. Number two, trust me. Have you ever heard of that one? Just, just trust me on this. Yeah, this is a great deal. Just trust me, man. Trust me. Usually when people have to say, oh, trust me, do you trust them? No, right? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian, just, just trust me. It is such a bad word to use. If you want someone to trust you and if you're trustworthy, do you have to tell people, trust me? No, because your action speaks louder than your words. Your action will show through. Your action will demonstrate if a prospect or someone should trust you or not. So don't use those words. Don't use, trust me. Here's another one. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Then why the hell are you bothering me? If you feel so sorry about it, that's just don't bother me in the first place. Sometimes I get this, these phone calls. Oh, you know, sir, sorry to bother you. Then don't call me. Don't bother me. Like, you hang up. Why are you calling me in the first place? Why are you bothering me in the first place? Why are you wasting my time? Before you do anything, when it comes to closing and sales, usually the prospect has the power. The closer, the salesperson doesn't have the power. In order to close, in order to be more effective as a closer, you want to flip the table around, right? There's always one party that has the highest status than the other party. You want to level that up, right? The minute you are apologizing, before you say anything, 
before you even propose anything, before you give them any solutions, before you find out if you could help them or not. Oh, sorry to bother you. See how that immediately puts you at a lower status. You don't want to do that. So don't use sorry to bother you. Don't have to apologize for what you sell. Don't have to apologize what you can bring to the table. Don't have to apologize if you're going to offer them something. Why? If you believe in what you do, don't apologize. Your time as a closer is just as valuable as the prospect. Just because they give you money, just because they would transact with you, doesn't mean that your time is not valuable. People only buy from you because you could help them solve a problem. That your product or service could help them solve a problem. That's it, right? It's a value and money exchange. You're not begging. You don't need to be, be apologizing for anything. Another one, just following up. Now, as a salesperson, have you ever used this before? Are you guilty of using these words? Sir, I'm just, just following up with you. When we talked like three months ago, we talked last year, I'm just following up. The word follow up, now you might think, well, what's wrong with that, Dan? I mean, a lot of people use it. I use it all the time. The problem is this. Think about when someone says that to you. I'm just following up with you. The words follow up, it's been used for so long by so many salespeople automatically it triggers a response that, oh, you're trying to sell me something. That's the problem. Last time you didn't close me, you didn't sell me. Now at this time you want to sell me. Just following up, oh, I don't have time for this, right? Think about you. When someone calls you and says, I want to follow up with you. Oh my God, right? No, don't use the word, just following up. Go directly, find out what the problem is. You can ask better, more effective questions. Go watch my other videos. I'll put a link somewhere here. Watch my other videos on sales and closing and you'll see there's so many better ways to do this. Here's another word, buy, buy. See, people love to buy, they hate to be sold. Even though they love to buy, but they don't like the idea of buying because the word buys means that, oh, it's gonna cost me money, right? I have to spend money, right? So we do love the action, the act of buying, but the word itself triggers, oh, when you have to buy something, I'm gonna spend money on it. So don't use the word buy. Do you wanna buy this now? No. Like, ooh, like the minute. Even if you kinda wanna buy it, but the word buy just triggers like a lot of like, ooh, tension. So instead, what should you say? Own. Own. Or take this home with you. So imagine if I'm selling you this, hey, do you, want, do you want to buy this? I don't know, would you like to take this home with you? Sure, right, it, take this, I want to take this home with me. Would you like to own this? Oh, sure, would you like to take advantage of this? Oh, sure, would you like to move forward? Sure, who doesn't want to like to move forward, right? You're moving forward in life. Oh, would you like to buy this? I don't know, let me think about it. It triggers a lot of resistance, it triggers fear. So, would you like to take this home with you? Sure. Like if you're selling a car, would you like to take this home with you? Sure. Would you like to buy this expensive luxury car? No. Would you like to sign a five-year lease so you make payments every month? No. Oh, would you like to take this home with you? Sure. Simple, here's the key, right there. And then let's do the paperwork. See how that works? Another word, contract. That's right, contract. Now, when I say the word contract, what comes to mind? Comment below. Oh my God, I'm signing a contract. It's like 20 page document. I'm signing my life away, right? It feels too serious. It's too heavy. So instead of saying, hey, are you ready to sign this contract with me? Like it's like, are you ready to sign your life away? No, don't say contract, agreement. You see from contract, agreement. 
okay, I, I, yeah, I can, I can, we can agree on something, right? Just agree. That's okay. Like it's, it feels less intimidating. It feels less pressure. Or I like to use paperwork, right? Instead of hey, would you like to sign this contract? How about we get the paperwork out of the way? You see? Oh, paperwork. Yeah. I, I, do you like paperwork? I don't like paperwork. Let's get it out of the way. Oh, awesome. Let's let's do that. What does that mean? It means same thing. You're signing the contract. You're signing the agreement. But when you say it, let's get the paperwork out of the way. Oh yeah, sure. Let's get the paperwork out of the way, so we can focus on what's important. See the difference? Another one. I haven't heard back from you. I haven't heard back from you. Now it might sound so normal. A lot of people use it. I haven't heard back from you in sales, right? But the thing is, when you ask that question. Your prospect knows why you have not heard from him or her because they don't want you to contact them or they don't want to contact you. They already know it. Why do you say something they already know? Yeah, I have not heard back from you. Yeah, because I've been avoiding your call because I've been not replying your text. Of course, I know, right? Why do you bring that up? Automatically, it creates resistance between you and the prospect. So don't use that word. When you contact your prospect, especially the ones who have not converted in the past, when you contact them, don't make them feel guilty. Don't embarrass them. Instead, add value to what they do. It goes beyond then than today's video, but add value to what they do. When you make a contact, when you do a touch point, always offer something. Always offer something. Don't make them feel guilty. Offer something. Offer something. And then when they are ready to do business with you, they'll be like. This person has been staying in touch with me for a long time and adding value. Of course, I want to do business with this person. It's a no-brainer now. Another word that you want to avoid, and that is individual. Individual. Is it individual? It's a very cold institutional word. It's very very cold. Oh, I know you are a busy individual. I know you're a very successful individual. You see how it's? Do you talk to your friends that way? Hey. Do you individual? Do you want to go watch this movie together? Do you talk to your wife this way, individual? Right? You don't do that. So that's not how you talk to your friends. That's not how you talk to people that you care. Right? It's an institutional word. It's a very cold phrase. Don't use it. Use more casual, more conversational words. So eliminate individual from your vocabulary. Last few words you want to avoid, and that is we are better than. Fill in the blank. We are better than our competitor. We are better than ABC company, right? We are better than him. We're better than her. No, never ever put down your competitor because the minute you do that, you might think, "Well, we are better. We provide better service. We provide better product." Even though that might be true, even that's a fact, you don't want to say it because your prospect is thinking, "Of course you say that because you want my sale. You want to close this sale. You want to make that commission." Even though it is true, you don't want to say it. You want your prospect to come to their own conclusions that it is true. So never put down competitor. If anything, I would always praise the competitor. I do the opposite. When someone tells me, "Well, you know, what what makes you better than ABC competitor?" I always reply. I never say, "Oh, we are better than them. We've been in business longer. We have more experience. We have better people. We have better quality." Never ever say that. I would say, okay, A, B, C, they're they're good people. Have you ever talked to them? Okay, and and how do you how do you like them? So what's stopping you from going with them? You see, I don't have to put them down. 
There's a reason why the prospect is on the phone with you, even up to this point. It means he or she has not made the decision. That's why they're on the phone with you. Otherwise, they would have gone with them already. They have not made a decision. They have not pulled the trigger. It means that they are still looking. You are there on the phone with them. So don't need to put down competitors. Your prospect is thinking. All you need to do is to demonstrate that you understand their problems and you can solve their problems better than whoever your competitors are. Don't need to tell it, don't need to say it. Ask questions and find out. Those are the 27 words you want to avoid in sales or any closing scenario. If you want to learn and understand the exact words that you actually want to use in sales or closing, click the link below and book a time with one of my top students, one of my graduates, one of my closers, so they can answer any questions that you might have. Maybe you want to learn about high-tech closing. Maybe you just want to refine your closing game, or you're just looking for a few golden nuggets that will take your game to the next level. Or maybe you've never done any sales before, but you want to develop a skill set to develop that self-confidence. Click the link below. Now, this is not a free call. I don't believe in a free call. This is a small deposit that you have to pay. When you do that, I know that you are serious. I believe when there's no skin in the game, there's no game. So if you're actually serious about learning from me or learning from my top students, click the link below and book a time today. If you enjoyed The Dan Lok Show, you'll love my new book, Unlock It, The Master Key to Wealth, Success, and Significance, published by Forbes Books. The name of the game is not getting rich, but staying rich. Unlock It will teach you not only how to make money, but most importantly, how to keep it and how to multiply it. Get your copy today. Go to www.unlockitbook.com and that is www.unlockitbook.com and that is www.unlockitbook.com and also when you get your copy today, you'll also get some powerful exclusive bonuses. So again, go to www.unlockitbook.com to get full details. That's it for today's episode of The Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlokshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlockshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.